This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour with Rat Boy. It's your one-stop shop for discussions about this season's seasonal candle lineup, interviews with Dwayne Johnson's biceps, and detailed analysis of cryptocurrency trends. And just for you listeners, I'll give you a sneak peek of what's going on on this week's episode of the Rat Hour. Check this out. No, I mean, like, maybe if you take care of my pipes, I can take care of your pipe. Ma'am, I do my own plumbing. Huh, well, I'm not so sure what that's all about. I guess we'll have to tune in to the full episode of The Rat Hour with Rat Boy. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Tube Podcast Network. All right, let's start the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? We are a top three podcast where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic is our top three video game sidekicks. But before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends. Ignore when they say, I don't want to hear about new podcasts. Just ignore that shit. Subscribe. Give us a rating and review. <laughs> that was so mean. No, it's, good job. it's true. It's, uh, it's yep, what you have no, to do. Good job. Uh, the tube demands it. You're very scary. So give us a rating and review if you can. It really, I guess it helps with some algorithm or some shit. Follow us on social media at a top three podcast on all social media platforms. And you can leave your own top three in the comments when we post our episodes or participate in our listener response calls that go out every week. So keep your eyes on those pages. Check the episode description for links to our social media pages. Joining me today, Dave Jackson, is Aaron Engel. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hey there, everybody. Fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. Hey, everybody. It's 11 o'clock, and I've had too much ice cream again, and now I'm just sitting here <laughs> in my underpants. Not again! <laughs> Not again! Bloodbath, think of the children. <laughs> nah. <laughs> And joining us today, a special guest, friend of the show, and top three enthusiast, Ryan Arrington. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've got, you can replace Bloodbath on the show forever. <laughs> I, I'd say it was going to be easy. Right, let's <laughs> <laughs> um, today's topic, again, is our top three video game sidekicks. And if this is your first time listening, the way it works is we've all chosen our top three. We're going to take turns going around. So everyone will say they're number three, then number twos, then number ones. And honorable mentions lightning round style at the end. So video game sidekicks. Usually we're uh, we're thinking of sidekicks like, I don't know, when you hear that, you probably have a few characters in your head. And that's the vibe we're going for. Not quite party members. Um, so most like RPGs are probably out. unless there's a party member that's like very clearly your sidekick. Um, but if a situation like that comes up, we'll talk about it in the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and get us started with my number three, which is from the game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, your droid that follows you around named <laughs> BB-1. 
<laughs> you guys know how like droids in Star Wars are consistently like the most fun characters. Like every single Star Wars droid is really cool. Recently, they are actually maybe not, maybe not C three. I mean, R two D two is a legend. It's true. Yeah, he's a legend. Uh, what's the one in the new the new trilogy? The little ball thing. Yeah. BB-8. Yeah, BB-8 I mean, was the best cool. part of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> but in, I uh, actually thought BB-8 was lame as fuck, but whatever. I, I thought the films themselves needed work. But that's another, that's, again, that's another podcast. That's another yeah, that's, another, that's podcast. another podcast. Totally it's nothing you. against BB-8, though. Nothing, I mean, BB-8 was that's fine. True. BB-8 did BB-8. all he could. <laughs> um... But in the game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which is like a 3D action, uh, almost like Metroidvania Kyle style, like Uncharted with like almost like Dark Souls style combat. Uh, you have this droid with you named BD-1, and he is just a fucking G. He's great. Just continuing all Star Wars droids being like more charismatic than any of the like human characters. Um, and he's super helpful throughout the game. Like just anything you need he's got it he'll like shoot you up with your your uh like your healing your stim packs he'll uh he'll like shock enemies in combat you can like ride him as like a zipline thing he's great just star wars droids always good bd1 is no exception did anyone else play this game i watched I my not. cousin play it i never saw him do the uh zipline thing what's that so, like, you can jump and ride a zip line, and you hold on to the droid's legs when you're doing it. And he's, oh, you're talking about like, like the newest Star Wars game. I, I didn't yeah, catch yeah. that part. Yeah, I have played that, dude. Okay, all right, never mind. I thought I was thinking of something else. I haven't had a chance to, but I want to. It's good. It's 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 legit good. It's like the first good 3D Star Wars game in a while, in my opinion. It's about time, man. And they they kind of took the combat from like Dark Souls and Sekiro. Uh, more specifically, and did Star Wars with it, and you end up feeling like a badass Jedi, but you have this droid who's just, like, fucking shit up in the background sometimes, too. He's real helpful. And he's cute. He is pretty cute. I I didn't play it. I'm an aesthetics guy. I've watched a lot of people play it. It looks cool. Um, And I think it's definitely... Uh, I can't remember. I, there's so many Star Wars games, and I feel like they're they've usually got a companion. Like there's usually a droid in there that you're hanging out with that uh, just kind of narrates or get, fills in the gaps on the story, or kind of gives you little hints on what to do. But definitely, like you said, man, they like went the correct route and kind of made it like a tool for you to use to help you get from you know point A to point B, or to you know just do different odds and ends in the game. So that was pretty smart. Yeah, he's definitely like your little like utility. Uh, helper pretty much anything that needs done in the game like you know electronics or like healing or stuff like that it's all the droid doing it it's real good and he's like actually like pretty useful in battle as well like like pretty useful he's helpful i th- actually now that i remember i think he just rides on your back and heals you like he, he like you have like these like injection like injectable like healing things and he just like shoves them into your neck or some shit yeah, no, dude, for sure. Like, I, I think they, they went the right route and made it uh, more like a tool. Well, and I, I guess, uh, you know, it's it was nice to see that in the game. I feel like so many Star Wars games where you play a Jedi of any kind, like, everything just co- comes down to, like, and you just use the Force power to do it. 
you force open this, you force pull that, you force push this, you jump through this. So it's nice to see a game where you actually got to use, like you said, like a utility belt almost to facilitate different things. Because I kind of yeah. feel like the the like that's like sort of the problem with the Star Wars game is like the force powers almost kind of make it like, eh, like not force not powers. quite as much fun. The force powers in this one are kind of limited. Like you can't just use them all the time. I think there's some kind of like meter you have to build up before you can start using one. And you do that by like doing the lightsaber combat, which is really good. So, yeah, Star Wars Droid is a classic sidekick. And uh, in that game, just carries on the tradition. So let's go on to Aaron and your number three. All right, my number three is going to be Epona from the Legend of Zelda series. Uh, this is what I was kind of talking to you guys about earlier about like, you know, whether or not they can or cannot be a sidekick. But I just think like, uh, well, I, I just think that Epona is. I mean, I, I think a lot of like the reason why I picked this is a nostalgia factor. Uh, I know we've talked about the Zelda 64 games multiple times on here, but every time Epona is like in the story, it's either like something that's, rewarded to you for like hours of like work that you've already put into the game to make it easier for you um and 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 or uh or she's just at least like a part of the actual like story that's going on in it um i just remember the first time riding epona in the nintendo 64 one like it was the first time you had ever like ridden a horse with those kind of graphics before and it felt very real and very cool uh and, and then like i said there are multiple parts throughout uh throughout uh the 64 version uh of green of time where uh like you need Epona to do stuff like you cannot go to places without her help like you know whether it's jumping over fences to go here jumping over long ledges and uh there's just always something like cool to me like a story about like a boy and his horse you know what i mean so uh even though Epona isn't like like crazy crazy uh useful in like battle or anything like that just uh it just what 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 the horse uh, means when you get it in the games and like the capabilities and unlocks for you to open up like you know the world even a little bit more. So my number three, Epona. Good call. Yeah, I can nice. talk with that for sure. Epona is actually my number three as well. Okay. Um, Hell yeah, Alan! First time we've ever agreed, bro. I thought you were gonna say James Bond Junior. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Not a video game? Away, if it is, I'm gonna go get it right now. <laughs> Probably. Um, no, no. Opponent, opponent was great, and for all the reasons Aaron just said. Um, primarily the reason that it it opened up the game once because you, you can do the game without opponent, right? Outside of the one location, you have to jump the fence to get into Gerudo yeah. Valley and Ocarina. Of Correct. Time. But out, outside of that, it's pretty pretty much free ranging on foot. Um, so I mean, uh, it, like you do have to get to that one location using Epona. But beyond that, it made the game more accessible because nothing was yeah. more frustrating to me than running by foot um, across, across the these maps. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, you'd, it would be like a day and a night in video games. You'd point. have to fight, you'd have to fight those little skeletons along the way and it would just, it would be terrible. Um, same in the other games, a, a little bit less so in Majora's Mask, I guess, because uh, opponent Alan, 11 year old. 11-year-old hmm. bloodbath, 11-year-old bloodbath first time made the mistake of not getting a, a horse <laughs> and running all around that goddamn place oh. and taking forever <laughs> and the goddamn skeletons coming out at night, like day and night yeah. and day and night. And I was just like, what is wrong with me? 
<laughs> so I agree. It I agree. The opponent, the opponent. No, but like, no, Aaron, you guys are totally right. Like, that's like the perfect pick in terms of just like it opens up the game so and uh, it makes the game so much more playable. Oh, it does. It makes it infinitely more playable. Um, I think it's funny. It probably took Bloodbath like seven months to beat Ocarina of Time. That's why I didn't meet him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I didn't meet him until like ninth grade. He was inside the entire time <laughs> yeah. just trying to beat Ocarina of Time on foot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hard-ass game. To think about going through that whole game without having opponents, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. It, it, you remember it as being much bigger than it actually is. Yeah. I mean, you really do. If you go back and play it right now, you you make it across the field in like three and a half minutes. And so it's shocking that right. you'd go through an entire day and night cycle in that period of time, right? Yeah, fair. But, Maybe I was just, I feel like I was just spending my entire time just getting the brakes beat off me in those goddamn towers and those temples. <laughs> I think that's why I feel so long. Well, it was like the first, uh, one of the first games where you like, it opened up into such a giant, area that you could explore and it, it legit takes like a while like three or four minutes isn't that long but like if you're doing if you're just running in a straight line for that long to get to some place that is kind of a long time it's super boring especially compared to nowadays yeah. i can't stay yeah. the game that doesn't have a fast travel yeah right so not to yeah i I agree with the fast travel, but like I do also feel I know we talked about GTA five last time, like there's like you know, twenty twenty one me like definitely will like just run out into the woods and like run up a mountain with like no uh car or motorcycle or anything, <laughs> just like for like forty five minutes just like hoofing it. Trying to find someone to hit in the head with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure, man. There's just deer out there. So with uh with Epana and uh, I don't want to get too deep into it in case I spoil somebody else's, but like video game horses are usually pretty solid, like solid sidekicks, like super helpful. Like I'm playing mm -hmm. Ghost of Tsushima right now, and the horse in that is a, a pretty solid bro, always helpful. That's yeah, actually that's a good a, as fucking. Yeah. Oh my god, that game, dude. Yeah, dude. Dave just started playing it. I'm very excited for him to finish it so we can talk yeah. about it. I love it so far. Yes, please. Let's discuss that. You got a nice horse in that game. Um, Roach in The Witcher 3 is just a funny horse. Uh, horses are usually good sidekicks. I actually so. forgot about Roach. That's a good one, too. <laughs> uh, I like the the thing how, like, Geralt has has gone through, like, lots and lots of different horses, and every time they die and he gets a new one, he just names the new one Roach. Not the same horse throughout his whole life. I don't have time to learn new names. No. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm going to do with my dogs from now on. I'm going to have <laughs> Gus 2 and Gus yeah. 3. Yeah. Well, by the time you get to, like, Gus the 8th, it'll be, like, fucking, like, English monarchy. Like, just <laughs> this super, like, royal-sounding name. I'm going to have Son to give him, like, a... Gus 3. A, like, a waistcoat and, like, a little pocket watch to stick in it or something. All right, let's move on from Epana and into Bloodbaths number three. Do a barrel roll. Uh, my <laughs> number three is a cheat in that it is all of the uh, Star Fox Starfighters that assist you <laughs> in Star Fox 64. <laughs> Fox from uh, Falco 30. Ode. 
air crystal. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like that. That I mean, that's like the essence of a sidekick. You can't play has the characters. Um, they really kind of do nothing other than like offer you like I guess moral support. Uh, they're not really narratively like telling you what to do. Um, they give you a hit here and there. I guess at the beginning. Uh, you know, occasionally they might uh, shoot down um, um, a fighter that's you know on your tail or something like that. Other than that, I mean that uh, you know get freaked out and uh, sometimes they die and sometimes they get shot and you can choose to not help them and that gives you a sense of purpose and power so <laughs> it always uh i remember like uh being like an angsty like 11 year old and falco would be like fox help me and i'm like no falco fuck you man like you weren't nice to fuck me you. i'm not helping you <laughs> fuck you falco falco is ridiculous fuck Falco. I let First him off, die. Let's every, I let him get shot at every time. <laughs> Why did you no. put Crystal in there? Did you like? Did you like her that much? Who the fuck is Crystal? I don't remember. From like Crystal. that fucking GameCube game, right? Where you like run around and shit. Oh, from the GameCube game. Oh, I just couldn't remember. I was I, looking it up on Wikipedia. I couldn't remember I everybody that. that's on it. I think she's. I think she's also in a level on Star Fox sixty four. Um, she yeah, I think she is. She she pops. She's not there at the beginning, but she pops up. She's one yeah. of those. She's one of those like things that you can do in Star Fox sixty four that changes the storyline ever so slightly. Yeah. Um, yes. That game was weird, man. Like I I beat I've beaten that cool. game like thirty times, but I only go through the same path every single time. Like I don't. There's like half the map that I have no idea how to get to. Right. You gotta go through, like, the waterfall in, like, the first level. You gotta do something, like, really dumb, and it takes you on another path. Which also leads to the best fight in that game that feels like a Star Wars battle, where you're just, like, fighting, like, a million ships at one time. You're just... You, and you can do it forever. Like, it's so... Pretty it cool. was actually, like, the coolest thing ever. It was actually, like, the coolest thing ever. But, yeah, shout-outs. I actually like all of the, uh... All of the, uh, Star Fox sidekicks. Even Falco. I'm gonna... I'm gonna withhold Even? my comments on, uh... On the Star Fox sidekicks. Okay. I think for Al, right now. So we're Fair either going to talk like about I... it later or Alan's exercise oh, <laughs> his Fifth Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so I'm just saying, like, they're the ones that I was talking to you guys earlier. I had an honorable mention for something that I thought everybody else was going to dislike. I guess I'm the odd man out on this one. I these don't. Are like the, these are like the worst sidekicks in the entire world. All they do is <laughs> they, follow you, they don't do Very anything. Funny. They don't help you in any way. All they do is follow you around and just bother you. Do a yeah. barrel roll like Bloodbath opened with. Oh my god, that was terrible. <laughs> Bloodbath is shook right now. Bloodbath is shook. <laughs> I uh I kind of agree. All you all those sidekicks do is uh like like scream, get themselves like into terrible situations where you have to go mm -hmm. help them or they die. And they have on each level they have like one scripted enemy that they will always kill, and they'll be like, "Yeah, got one." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, I've killed like 35 <laughs> spaceships in that same amount of time." Like, and and no one's really mentioned true. Slippy yet, and how awful Slippy is. In okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm very surprised that Falco was the target here, as far as because because Slippy exists. But that's fair. Yeah. I was gonna keep him out set. But thank you, <laughs> Slippy. Oh my God, it's, really it's Falco the one who's the worst. It's because no, nah, dude. Send love, send love out to the 
sending love out to the frog, man. Like, come on. This is a, he's a frog flying a spaceship. Yeah. Like, Aaron's been pretty silent here. I will give him that. He is a, a frog flying a spaceship. He's doing, Listen, maybe, maybe he has they, no like special abilities. He's just a real frog, and he's doing the best he can. That's First why off, he's yeah, so bad. The coolest video game frog. Uh, I guess one. that's not his fault. It's Someone not, needs to be. guys. Aaron, you uh, know number, number one, guys. Uh, and number two, like, dude, like they help you get revenge for your father's death. They're always there for you, no matter what. You can be a dick. You ain't never been in the military. They? That's how it works. I've been in the military <laughs> 25 years. You just meet with <laughs> each other. But you're always there. You're always there. They were also, always there. <laughs> you look on you look on the box the box and all the posters, like they're all together. Like they are friends. They hang they're out outside. Friends. They are best friends. They hang out. They're, they're like doubt, us, guys. I don't doubt that. Mental I mean, support. Like, exactly. And and I'm friends with support support Bloodbath me. is friends with Aaron, and but I'm not friends with Aaron, even though he's friends with Bloodbath. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm also slippy. Good ass point. We talk about that all. Me and Bloodbath both <laughs> slippy. Nah, dude, I'm I'm cl- I'm I'm Fox. You're Aaron, I think. Whatever. I can agree with that. It's it's a a huge generalization to say uh, that Slippy is the best video game frog. I mean, you're. You're gonna forget about the one from Chrono Trigger that easily. Yeah, you're right. The what one about from Chrono Trigger is way better. Frogger, Frogger had his own game. Frogger couldn't talk. Frogger couldn't and, fly and was just a frog. Honestly, I also just picked this because I was trying to. I was struggling to come up with uh, picks for the topic. So, and I thought about this I this afternoon. That, I was like, oh, that's good. But I do actually. Well, yeah. But I do agree with that. I think. I think. I don't know. I mean, I think it's fun if you if if the sidekick is not necessarily somebody that you have to play as, then like I think this like works pretty well. So that's my pick. I I like this and answer. I, yeah, I'd appreciate you easing up easing up off my back about it. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one more. I only have one more that I, that I came up <laughs> with on my list. That's like there is no one that is going to pick this. So. Okay. I've got my uh, I, ho- I hope I hope I've picked it. <laughs> All right, I, fair enough. I hope you did too, man. I really do. <laughs> Bloodbath right. is shook. <laughs> All right, That's let's true. uh let's move on and get Arrington's top three or number three. All right, so my top three, my third one is going to be Cortana from Halo. Okay. Series. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um I mean it's it's really simple, guys. She's just super hot. I mean, she's just got like a dope ass voice the entire time, just guiding you along while you just literally just dominate a bunch of aliens. I mean, it's pretty simple to me, uh, but I always thought it was badass just to have like just an AI in your head, essentially just telling you exactly where you should go and the best uh, routes to be able to take to be able to uh, take on any kind of enemies and such. So uh, having Cortana, I think, was just fucking super badass. And again, eventually, let's be honest, she started asking. She had some pixelated uh, issues, but as she the game went on, she eventually really rounded out as well. So I mean, again, it just hit all the notes for me really became a visual thing as well as uh just all around <laughs> so yeah i, I guess that cortana was uh was definitely my, my at least my third for sure yeah i don't remember like any i played the first three halo games and i don't remember anything about like the story or anything like that but i remember cortana being like uh just like your, your, your partner through the whole thing a hundred percent like honestly, for an AI, essentially, it's just a voice so i feel like uh you know i think they really did a good job of making her feel like a, a companion yeah. I'm like really bad at video games. 
And so I love when my companion tells me what to do next. Um, <laughs> yes. And so that's just gold for me. Cortana was great. She was like, go over there. There's some stuff over there. You should check it out. Yeah, she kept that shit real simple. And again, mm -hmm. just, I liked it. Just so hot. Oh, well, yeah, right. You yeah. didn't worry about it. All you had to do was go get the gun. You to get, and then you got to kill aliens for 15 straight minutes. I mean, it was it's pretty true. solid. It's true. And again, the Halo Combat Evolve was just one of my, as far as first-person shooters goes, pretty much the only shooter I can still play to this day that involves just shooting AI mindlessly, where I yeah. still can enjoy myself. Uh, and again, you know, Cortana's just so hot, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was... I'm just, I was never a fan of the Halo series, so, um, I don't know, I, I never played them that much, so I, I don't know, but I've, like, you're not the first person I feel like I've heard mention that character, um, so, no, man, you know, I guess if shout you Google, out. Like, if you Google video game sidekicks, it's like one she's of the first. She's like number one on every list, up. yeah. Yeah. Is she first? She, she, she's, yeah, I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, you're yeah, definitely not, you're not, not the only say one. Good why, but you're not the only one that's going to mention her in this. <laughs> in this <laughs> yeah, you got Master Chief, who's like eight foot eleven. Uh, that's in Halo. Was it in Halo Five? Master Chief and uh, one of the one of the alien grunts runs a train on Cortana. That's what then. That's when that happens. <laughs> that was a three. But that was yeah, a three. <laughs> My bad. No, it's okay. I'm on my while. Halo shit. No, it's okay. This is who I am. Uh, all right. We move on from Cortana. I don't know. I don't remember anything from the Halo games other than, like, just that Cortana was there helping out. It's it's weird. Like, I played through all three games. I don't remember a single goddamn thing about them. Nothing about oh, the story Dave. or anything. Well, dude, like so uh, to, to, to me, the most yeah. important yeah, uh, part of Cortana is that she's Be extremely honest. hot. Thank she's you. Let, let's hot. keep it all the way. She's I, yeah, very, I know you didn't want to say it. She's very hot. I mean, she's a computer chip, but she's hot. Okay. okay Slippy also hot. Let's be. Slippy's okay. But yes, I would <laughs> also hit. Slippy's, Slippy's okay. Slippy's a little bit less hot than Cortana. Can we touch over? I wanted to touch on one thing about the Frogger thing. Frogger was just a game, just just purely based on that Frogger essentially just getting his legs beaten, just just run the fuck <laughs> over, over and over again. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. I know, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Not a good look for Slip. Yeah, I guess Cortana is pretty hot. I'm looking at the pictures. Thank now. you. Okay, yeah. thank you, David. I, bro, I knew I was like, he ain't seen her. That's fine. No, I just it's been a long time since I thought about Halo at all. So That's, yeah, I respect that. And uh, you're gonna get uh, Cortana probably whenever the new Halo game comes out will be in beautiful 4K HDR. That's gonna be 8K now, Playboy, and it's most likely gonna be in some kind of VR shit. I mean, I'll, let's be honest, David, it's going to get real real quick. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be <laughs> in front of live. I'm telling you, Cortana, baby. I'm done. I'm done. Let's be. All right. But she is just um, That's not... <laughs> And it's only going to get better. People say games aren't as good as they used to be. This case in point why they're wrong. Again, wait till that, that VR hit. Yeah. Have any of y'all played the VR besides Bean? I've played, or, I... I've like fucked around with an Oculus a little bit. The Oculus 2 is fucking so dope. I, there's certain games that are going to be incredible, especially if they end up 
transferring those to the VR. And uh, again, I think Halo could possibly be one of them, but again, it realistically doesn't. Yes, yes, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Uh, VR is VR is crazy, man. Like I don't have one, so I haven't gotten a chance to play like the VR games that I would want to play. But like, just I did, I just did like the Oculus tutorial, and that shit was insane. I was just like playing ping pong in the tutorial, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Man, being said at best, I haven't felt that way since I was like a little kid playing like Nintendo for the first time. Yeah, yeah. it was so it really new is. and it really interesting. It was feeling. crazy. It's that same feeling for sure. Uh, all right, let's move into uh, number twos. And my number two is uh, hold on, <clears throat> let me get this. Uh, let me get this voice acting going. Boy. My number two is Atreus from God of War. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, AKA I like, boy. Where is this? <laughs> he was like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going Very in that direction. Fair. We're going to talk about God of War because <laughs> uh, they like games. Uh, games have started to do this recently, where if you have a character that follows you around, like you don't need to worry about them dying or anything like that. You don't have to like babysit them. Um, and it was really cool how Atreus in God of War would just like fuck shit up in combat in the background. And uh, you you start out, he has a good like character arc like throughout the game, um, as like uh Kratos's son, but like there's a bunch of moments throughout the game where he starts like really like just ripping up enemies in combat, and you're like, fuck yeah, that's my boy, proud father right here. <laughs> He's a really good sidekick. Dude, like, if you think about it, like, are you talking to me? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, and I was going to say, like, if you think about it, he's probably, like, the most useful combat, like, sidekick in any game. Like, he does legit, like, fuck shit up and, like, set you up for attacks and stun shit. And I'm pretty sure, I might be wrong, doesn't he have his own skill tree of shit you can, like, teach him to do? Yeah. Am I, or am I, yeah, like, like, he's actually, like, super duper cool, and you're right, like, just going out there and just, like, fucking shit up and just turn around, and he's, like, taking on, like, a troll, and you're like, hell yeah, dog, hell yeah, dude. At the beginning of the game, he's, he's just, like, he'll shoot an arrow to, like, distract an enemy, and at the end of the game, you, like, turn around, and he's, like, he's, like, on top of a troll, like, stabbing Like, legless, neck, yeah. Yeah, you're like, holy Ooh. shit, that's my son that's right true. there. <laughs> my, my, fle- my flesh and yeah. blood. Yeah, I taught him that shit. <laughs> uh-huh, so... Yeah, that's actually good really pick, good. Man. Pick. I, yeah, um, the God of War series I, is is really good. I I'd said on our it was I think God of War is my honorable mention on the last one. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, I watched Jamie play that game and like at first that at first that little kid is just so obnoxious and but you know kudos to the parenting skills there because. It's, uh, you know, he's giving him instruction the entire time, <laughs> like, do this, do that. And, um, yeah, man, like I, I, like you said, dude, it's like, it's nothing more than just kind of stunning. And, like, maybe he might occasionally take out, like, an extra enemy on the periphery. Like, that maybe wasn't even really, like, intended for you to engage. Um, you know, just sort of, it's like a scripted event uh, sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, by the end of that game, I mean, he's, he's a full character doing his own thing. and um, you know, this, that story arc, I think, is really awesome. Um, and again, like, you know, you don't you don't really control him, and you don't really, uh, you know, I know he's got the skill tree, so you can kind of, like, you know, equip him, but that's really kind of more to your advantage of your character, so um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think that's like the definition of what this topic is about for sure. Yeah, he's a good sidekick. I like to imagine Kratos like giving him like actual like killing instructions because Kratos has killed like his body count is in like seven digits at this point throughout <laughs> all the God of War games. And so he's oh giving him tips. He's like, see, you missed the femoral artery there with that last shot. Like, you got to shoot a little, little to the left. You'll get it next time, son. And he gives him, like, a pat on the back. He's like, go out and get, get him. Yeah. Oh, see how he's coughing up blood? That's it. That was the yeah. shot. Yeah. <laughs> he got him right in the aorta. <laughs> Proud of yeah, your blood. is so terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, that kid, uh, I mean... Like no spoilers for God of War, but if he was just if he was like, you know, a regular like real child in the real world, having a dad like that would just be he would turn out to be just like the most broken child. <laughs> for but, sure. For sure. Uh yeah, that game's great. I can't wait to see what they do with the next one and how Atreus is gonna be like how he's gonna continue his growth in the next game coming out sometime. Yeah, there's no way that he's not just a complete badass. I'm really, really excited for it. The way they yeah. built up the story, I think the, again, the it's one of the, it's a masterpiece, in my opinion, as far as, like, the first genre. I think the, uh, the lore is fantastic. The environment they create is fucking amazing, and it's it's dope just, literally, just kind of uh, being a part of it. His growth, watching him grow up, you know, as you can, I mean, I assume that eventually something just annoying is going to happen to Kratos, but yeah, um, the way they build that up is just I'm really excited to see what happens, for sure. It'd be weird. It'd be interesting if they go in this direction where like Kratos is going to die sometime soon. And then like, I don't know, they make a game where you're playing as Atreus or they just finish the series there or something. I mean, he's, you gotta assume it's gotta end eventually. He's tried to end it so many times, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it somehow comes to an end with the sun. I think that would be fucking just so, so sick, but I don't know. I feel like God of War is one of the games there. The creators would be one of the games to, to do that. Cause they don't really yeah. ever make it. I don't know. They don't ever make it very uh very easy on you for sure. There's just constant bloodshed at all times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> I will add on just to a second to what Ryan's saying. You know, like I agree the the lore and the world that they create with that game and the mythology and everything so like rich and like just pleasurable and it 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 works so well and it you know uh, Game of Thrones aside, like I I don't really find any of that fantasy genre or that kind of world that they mimic or they kind of inhabit interesting in like any other media. Like, you know, I'm not a big Dungeons and Dragons guy. I'm not really a big Lord of the Rings guy or anything like that. Um, but I find it works so well in this, in the medium of a game like God of War, it works so well. I, I really feel that's almost like the perfect place for it to go. You know, I, I don't feel like, you know, like I said, I mean, I I'll give you that Game of Thrones is sort of like an exception to the rule, but like I just I feel like you know fantasy books and novels of that ilk, role playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and and things like that. Like I just I feel like their medium, like this is just their the best representation is a medium like a a, a modern video game, and I don't think that you, that you can translate that to anything else. It's like it's like you just. It, that's where it has to go from this point on. Like, I don't feel like you can keep making books or graphic novels or anything like that at this point. I think it has to really exist in the realm of a video game. It's a, yeah, it's I, a really I fucking cool... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, man. 
No, I was just going to agree with you. As I completely agree. I think that Witcher was one of those games that's just purely from the genre and that style that was pretty similar as far as just super rich that was just completely engrossing. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, God of War is just has done an incredible job, especially since it's such, it, the game was so different before that la- the last game that came out, and everyone was really wondering if they're going to be able to pull it off too. So for them to come out again, the game the story is very original as far as it goes. I mean, considering there's a lot of bloodshed, I know as far as that. Uh, um as far as mythology goes but just i think they've done a great job of carrying on even with uh the new style that they followed up with because it used to be just very kind of just hack and slashy but god yeah have you guys played that on the hardest difficulty like there was the guy that headed like that that whole project for the hardest difficulty literally came to like the project manager was just like listen i wanted to this to be my thing i want to make the hardest difficulty ever made without it just being like really tanky opponents or really just where they just hit harder and like he's like he made it his absolute mission to make a hard difficulty without it just being like cheesy and i played it it took me it took me almost an hour to beat the tutorial mission i shit you not and i pride myself (laughs) on being a motherfucking baller like i'm just gonna come out of like i'm usually dope as fuck at games but this i literally listen it had me questioning who i was as a gamer i went on live, i literally went to google i was like please somebody tell me they're all tell getting me. the shit beat from them on this tutorial mission and luckily like i said i found an article saying like yes this dude literally made it his mission to make this shit hard so i had some relief but god almighty for that first fucking hour i was broken i didn't i didn't try that i never play games i never increase the difficulty at all in any game Don't. so i never like considered that at all I play games on yeah. easy more often than I like uh, bump it up. I should do that more often nowadays, just because I don't finish games enough, and uh, I'm trying to make it my mission. Just like I'm just like go through the story. Don't go. Don't don't do the tutorial. I mean, don't not tutorial. Don't go that side mission because games like The Witcher and shit like that. My God, you'll play again 500 hours of just side missions, and you just haven't even done the first actual story mission. It's insane. Yeah, my thing is like uh, any game where the combat is not my favorite part of it or any game where the combat is clearly like not the developer's main focus. I'm putting that shit on easy, like uncharted. I play on easy. I'm not interested in any like challenge in gunplay, like in those games, for example. Good ass point actually. Again, cause outside of that first halo nowadays, I can't play anything involving shooting without just being bored as hell. It's gotta be competitive yeah. or some kind of multiplayer for me to be interested nowadays. That's a good point. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to Aaron's number two. All right, my number two is going to be Diddy Kong. All right, so uh, what well, I I love Diddy Kong a lot, and uh, my boy Ryan Arrington over here, me and him are yeah. really good friends. We've been very very cool. good friends for a long. We 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 are right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like he's huge, and I'm not huge, right? Yes, and. Uh, he calls me Diddy, and I just think that's really, really cool. Uh, so, one, I just wanted to say that real quick while my friend was on the show. All right. That's so, uh, yeah. So, se- secondly, uh, the original Donkey Kong Country is one of my favorite video games of all time on the Super Nintendo. And I, when I was a kid, it was, like, just me and my sister, and we would just play one, one player, uh, like, two-player games like Mario and Donkey Kong and shit. And in every single game, I would be like, yo, 
I'm player one and you're player two because you're a girl and you're younger than me and I'm better than you at this game. But every single time her and I played Donkey Kong Country, I was like, yo, you can be Donkey Kong. Like, I want to be Diddy Kong. Like, in that game, Diddy Kong is faster. Uh, it's easier to jump with him. Um, but, yeah, and it just makes the game, like, way, way easier uh, if you're playing it at a fast pace. He had such a smaller hitbox. It was easier to kill enemies. Um, like, we talked to, Scott talked a little bit about Diddy Kong Racing. I liked that game. Uh, he was awesome in 64. He had the fucking, he had the Widowmakers, man. You know what I'm saying? He had the dual pistols, bro. He was a fucking gunslinger in that game. And uh, the saddest thing ever to me is how they put him in Smash Brothers, and I cannot figure out how to play as him. Like, I, I absolutely cannot play as Diddy Kong in that, that game. That does kind of surprise I, me, actually. It, it, I get trashed when I play as Diddy Kong. All the keys, you got to use the bananas and his jumps real weird. Uh, but that's a, a really like, you, you know, it just sucks. Cause I, when he came in the game, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to become the best Diddy Kong player in the entire world. Uh, he's got a cool hat. He does not wear pants, but he does wear a shirt. <laughs> he's the classy. best fashion, the best classiest fashion choice out there. Just a shirt. Yeah. 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 He's like a GQ model in fucking whatever jungle they live in. Um, uh, he sounds way cooler. Like Donkey Kong's kind of like big and scary, and Diddy Kong is just like this, like happy go lucky. He's like Scrappy Doo kind of to their world. And he carries um, a gun, correct? And he can and uh-huh. he carries he carries like, he widow makers. On him. Yeah, yeah dude, all times constantly strapped in the jungle, dude, because you don't know what's gonna come at you. There's a lot of giant lizards running around, bro. You know what I mean? Um, but you just I know there's I, gonna uh, be some mess. Yeah, right, right, exactly. And uh, another cool thing is it, it's it's like a it's like a sidekick that you can play as separately from the uh, guy that he is the sidekick to. Uh, and one not only like I you know make it like I think a, a better easier game to play as Diddy Kong, um, <clears throat> but also the fact that it's like interchangeable. Like there weren't really a ton of games you know where you could do those kinds of things back then. And I was always be like, what's the switch button so I can run as Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong could just like chill. So you know, it's like the only sidekick I think is cooler than the person that they are the sidekick to. Uh, sucks I can't play him in Smash. Diddy Kong numero dos. Yeah, I fuck with that hard. That's a good point. I think Diddy Kong has a a good argument for being better than Donkey Kong in a lot of games. Um, which is not something you can say about some of the other famous sidekicks, I think. Good like when you when you can switch characters like that. That used to be a thing that like all these like games focused on like this one character would do. They would they would make a sidekick for them. Like I don't I don't know. I don't feel like that happens a lot because there's not a whole lot of like just like, you know, platforming games on one character. They're still doing Mario and shit. Like there's not a whole lot of new games like that that get super famous at least. That's true. I kind of pref- I kind of prefer the tie and no pants and no shirt as to just <laughs> the no sh- the no pants. That that's another so, top I three, mean, Alan. That's another top three. Fair. That's not what my answer was about. <laughs> that's another top three, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm wearing tomorrow. I mean, you know, respect the integrity of the show. I respect it. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's another top three, Alan. Come on. Yeah, Donkey Kong's ready for like Zoom meetings. He's got his tie on, but no pants. <laughs> Diddy Kong is uh, Diddy, Diddy Kong, Kong is casual. here to fuck. Yeah, Diddy, Diddy a real casual. one. Diddy a real one. Diddy Kong got his own. Uh, he got his own racing game. So I mean, he's obviously cool enough for that. Yeah, Diddy Kong is actually that's a good ass point because I mean, even like well, I mean, Luigi's I guess would be a this, in the discussion as far as characters that are within it. But I mean, even Luigi's kind of a 
kind of a pansy. You know, I mean, Luigi cool, but it's just as far as demeanor. And Diddy Kong, just, again, he a real one. He just come in there, just drawless, but he's got his hat on. You know, he's ready. You can tell yeah. he's ready to fuck. And Luigi, he's, he's he more or less just like, all right, well, if, if Mario here, who gonna really do it? Like, no, Diddy's like, he there from jump. So again, I definitely, I definitely fuck with, uh, with, with Diddy Kong for sure. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, Alan, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, your starter Pokemon. Um, oh, okay. So it's a little bit... Thought about bit that. Different. That's a good one. Um, so, I mean, uh, for the purpose... I guess anybody who's played the game knows you get, you get one at the beginning. And uh, it's one of the only... It's definitely the most useful sidekick. Uh, mostly because it does exactly what you tell it to do. And nothing more. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's never in your way it just you know worst case scenario it just follows you around um a la pikachu right um yeah. you got him as your starter pokemon in pokemon yellow and not only did he follow you around but he also could learn things that other ones couldn't learn other pikachu couldn't learn right so he was he was even more utilitarian um so there you go pikachu my number two or your starter, your starter Pokemon of choice. Yeah, Alan say... loves subservience more than anything in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, like, if you're going that route, then I would have to pick Pikachu from Pokemon Yellow because he follows you around and he is he is more like, yeah, you get to see him. That was going to be an honorable mention for me, actually, for sure. Displayed yep. as like your there buddy than uh, or like your actual sidekick than the starter Pokemon in the other games. Yeah, good call. Right. You could, like, turn around and, like, check out how Pikachu's doing. The beginning of the game, you, like, talk to him, and it shows that face. He's, like, he's he's making that, like, angry it's very, face at you. It's like, very, very cute. Fucking, yeah. Don't fucking talk to me. I don't know. I don't like you. I don't mean, know do me. not like you, bro. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, his owner just gave him away, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's pretty yeah, fucked up. <laughs> if Pikachu could talk, he'd be like, you're not my real dad. That's exactly what he'd say, yes. Also probably, you know. And uh something. if you get like if you get real deep into the stats in uh in Pokemon, like that Pikachu you get is like legit better than any other possible Pikachu that you could find. It's like from the get, it's like base stats are much higher than a normal Pikachu. He's real good. Even better. Yeah. I mean, he's just a freak. Let's be honest. Even in the show, the fact that he's able to keep up just essentially throughout the entire series, it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. I mean, can we talk about it for just a quick second? It just does not make sense. But I love Pikachu. He cool. But man, Scyther, meanwhile, get his head beat. That's fine. Again, this is another whole other topic. It's another topic. Like, it's another topic fighting, uh, he's like fighting Dragonites and shit at the end of uh, like the seasons and stuff. That's all I'm saying. It'd be, again, it's fine. It, it is. It ain't, but it is. In the new Pokemon games, they have like these legendary Pokemon that like control time and space and energy and shit. And Pikachu's like just gonna go toe to toe with them too. Like Pokemon that could like wipe him out of existence. <laughs> Bruh, he's he's going to slap them. Is what's yeah, gonna end up happening. It's gonna seem scale. like it's even. And eventually, he's like, "Just kidding, y'all. We're just getting. I'm just gonna whip his dick out." Which makes no sense <laughs> why it's the size that it is. It just doesn't make sense. But again, maybe he's just genetically just different. He is. They, they made that clear. It. I'm a built different. They did. You're right. 
Yeah, they made that clear. Wait, how, I, I, no, this is kind of shameful. How did he beat Pikachu off top? What was it again? How did Ash? In the in the anime? Yes. He, uh, he got there late in the first episode, and all the other right. three were taken. And Professor Oak was like, I have this one left, but it's super dangerous. Like, He's I like a shouldn't boy. give it to a nine-year-old. <laughs> it's the one that had been killing people. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. again, again, uh, how the fact that they none of them have died after they've been getting hit with like, like again, a trillion yeah. balls doesn't make sense to me either. But again, this Pokemon is a serial killer. We just got him off <laughs> the street. Be but... like Batman, except in Pokemon. It make no sense. <laughs> he been killing people this whole time. Yeah. Do not look him in the eye. <laughs> uh. All right. Um. Bloodbath. What's your number two? My number two is also Diddy Kong. Okay. Um, Hell yeah, Bloodbath. It's because they both were the same thing. Well, so, you know, there's a reason that Donkey Kong only showed up in that first game out of the three that came out on uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, And it's because he sucks. Like, Diddy Kong is way better. He's got a better uh, stride, a better gait. Uh, He's faster. He's... um, he he jumps better. He's a little bit uh, his hit detection, and he's a little like not quite as um, heavy. He's a little lighter, so he's you can jump with him better. You can make um, you can attack some of the enemies a little bit better with him. You can uh, run through the enemies a little faster. You have just a teeny bit more control and uh, grace and agility with him than you do Donkey Kong. You know, all you can really do with Donkey Kong is uh, pound some of the bigger enemies. Um, so I mean that you know that's like the first part. Um, other than that, I mean like he just said like I I just like his design, his style. I just for you know as far as the psychic goes, I mean he's just fun. Like Donkey Kong, we don't need to get into this because this is another topic for another podcast. Uh, but Donkey Kong Country is my favorite video game of all time. Um, it, it's one of mine, dude. It's one of my favorite platforming games ever. It's so good. There is something yeah i i'm not gonna like talk a whole lot about like that game in particular but like diddy kong just has a you know a, a character i think is just a lot of fun uh he kick he kicks major ass in donkey kong 64 like you're absolutely right he's got the Widowmakers. um he was my like go-to like i had always like i beat everything with diddy kong first that way um he was just easier he was just a lot more fun to me to to play with to play as um yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, you kind of nailed most of it on the head. I don't think I have a whole lot more to say about it other than just uh, he he rocks. I have, I think I have played um, uh, whatever the the whatever version of Super Smash Brothers that he appears in. I do think I've played it, um, and I agree. I don't know how to to. I'm not a big Smash dude, but um, I don't know how to play with him. And uh, Diddy Kong Racing is definitely underrated. Like that's a solid solid game. Yeah, I completely actually agree. I, that's one of the few uh, N64 games I absolutely fucking smashed. For sure. Great game. Competitive as fuck, too. Have your homies just mad as fuck at you. <laughs> that's what all good multiplayer games should do. So true. Just... And again, it was Diddy <laughs> yeah. Kong Racing. It wasn't Donkey Kong Racing. Like yeah. They gave that to Diddy that's Kong. That's a good point. Like, he is that's a good point. The second Donkey Kong Country game on the Super Nintendo, it's Diddy's game. Like He's the main character. Like That's who you are. Um, I like I mean, he's better than Dixie in that game. And I mean, it just it just is what it is. He's legit. They, they definitely... Um, you know, they definitely 
created an original character at that point in time that I think really stood the test of time. I think still stands the test of time. I think that you have to put him in league with like Luigi and um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's, uh, I think it's odd that he doesn't get talked about a little bit more as uh, like, you know, in the, you know, history books of like nerdy video game stats and opinions and, and think pieces. Like, I don't know why um, he doesn't, especially like, he is also like very like he's a very '90s creation, um, and I don't know why the nostalgia doesn't play more into that. So I don't know. That's all I got to say about it. I actually, kind of agree with that. It's true. I think Dedekog is actually just a badass character. He's he's clearly amazing, but uh, he hasn't talked about that much. Yeah, I legit forgot about Diddy Kong when I was making my list. I'm not sure he would have made my list, but like he he's uh, super fun to play with in DK64. He uh, you like cartwheel around and shit. I remember that. True. Yeah, fucking Diddy Kong oh, again. Yeah, he uh, he comes in with the hat again. He's just smaller. He is faster, which he was awesome. And I mean, Donkey Kong was a badass. Don't get me wrong, but it was nice just having that switch up of uh, styles and. I don't know. I think in, as you play video games, it's always nice to be mobile, run around. Tanks they, are nice, but people yeah, like to be sure. fast. That's all I'm saying. I feel, they I give like they give Donkey Kong, they give Donkey Kong like us. They try and give him some like gravitas and like that he's like the you know he's the leader and he's like wise and or you know he's you know all like all that odd all that stuff and like they totally just like write Diddy Kong is just yeah, but like they just write Diddy Kong is just like an angry asshole. Like that's like all he is. He just like screams and gets mad, and has like n- like has nothing to contribute like intellectually. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like dude, something I don't about think that is of, like really fun. No, I don't think I, any what, Donkey Kong character has Kong? anything to contribute intellectually. Nothing Sorry, I'm, Kong just, Kong I'm not saying that. I'm God, not who, saying who, who that the, the right way. Who do I? I'm not saying that the way I mean it. I Rip guess I'm saying like <laughs> they don't they. His character's his character's more one note than I guess Donkey Kong would be, and I just feel like that's what's fun about him. I don't know. I think I, it's. I funny. don't know, man. They're all one note. They're like they're just they're monkeys. Like they don't even talk or anything. Yeah. They're just monkeys. Yeah. Plus, I I, I just feel like I feel like Diddy Kong is overdressed. Right. He lives in the jungle. What's he need a full shirt for? <laughs> Donkey Kong's um, brilliant. He's just wearing a tie. Just Donald ducking it, man. Yeah, I mean, again, I think the brim does hit. He could go without anything else, honestly. The hat would be enough for me, but. (laughs) Just a hat. I feel like that's what makes it more than being one-dimensional, is the fact he's got the hat and the shirt, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I'm trying to let you know I'm trying to ball, but I'm also, like, trying to keep it classy. I'm trying to say, like, I could do two things. I don't know. Did anybody play the, did anyone do the Donkey Kong, uh, the Wii, the one that came out for the Wii? Yeah, it was awesome. It was like a 10 out of 10. Tropical. Freeze or some shit. That game was great. Did did do you guys anyone that's played that game? Do you feel like they gave the similar attributes of Diddy Kong to Donkey? Like I feel when I played that game, Donkey Kong was like fast and like limber and like you could jump. Like I feel like they just gave all those attributes to him. <laughs> yeah, they kind like, they, they, they kind of like even them out. That's very funny. Sure, but they, I haven't had but a chance to play Donkey like, Kong faster. Yeah, Fair. I think I just think like a more modern like gamer probably wouldn't put up with like a platformer like that where the character is like slow and clunky. They had to make Agreed. him a little bit faster. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy modernized. Like just things just have to be faster paced nowadays. Like even with RPGs in general, like just playing even for myself, someone who loves that style, just it's just too slow. It definitely has to kinda 
Some of them are. It has to be pretty special. Uh, It has to be a pretty special game I actually completely agree with that. That's true. I agree. All right. uh, Arrington, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is going to actually. I'm going to go with uh with with I kind of struggle with this for a bit, but I'm going to go with Clank from the Ratchet and Clank series. Dude, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, first of all, I think the Ratchet and Clank is kind of slightly underrated as far as just like a series. I think it's actually incredible. Um, I pretty much all their games have been fantastic. Um, and again, as far as you guys are kind of discussing how having the character kind of uh helps you progress in the game, not having Clank in there, uh, really. Essentially, I mean, obviously they would have designed the game otherwise, but there's times in the game where you don't have him and not having him just feels wrong. Yeah. Unable to access certain points. And uh, so I think he's a, a just part of the team. He's sassy too. You know what I'm saying? So he's always just talking some shit and kind of keeping uh, uh, Ratchet and Checo. It's always enjoyed. But uh, yeah, I've always enjoyed the game. And I think Clank is, again, a, a, just a great personality. He does actually help opposed to just kind of being someone who just talks some shit, but he does do both. So I think he's universal in that respect. So, and I, I mean, the most recent games could be coming. I haven't had a chance to play yet, but God, they just know how to make a title. I think it's a great game. And again, I think he's just a, a great character. It is. Um, I never had a PlayStation. I never had any PlayStation console until PS4. So I didn't play any of them until they, like they did that remake that came out a couple years ago. Yes. And they gave they've given that game away for free now. And it's real fun. And I agree. Uh like Clank is a super good sidekick. And like there's sections where you play as him, um, doing robot shit. Those are real fun. <laughs> I like and that. Then, uh... Well said. Exactly. Robot <laughs> shit for sure, for sure. And uh yeah, like those those games are just like they're just nice, like fun experiences. Like a lot of games these days are like they're heavy or they're like mechanically intense or like the story is really like intense and Ratchet and Clank is like, it's like playing through a Pixar movie or something like that. They're just real, like good fun games. It is without being like super cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those characters energize real well. They do. They do. I I think that, I mean, again, they make a great ratchet. I mean, it's like an RPG in a sense. In fact, you can upgrade your guns. They made a great job of aesthetically making the guns look different. Um, Again, they actually get, stronger like as far as i always enjoy that about games when they when you upgrade something like the actual aesthetic of it the visuals all are increased as well so i don't know it's uh they managed just to make sure they made it like the everything they did about the game was very high quality and i think that's why the game is still being made continuously to even again even now i haven't actually seen the rating on it but there's no way i just feel like it's not it's not good but yeah like i said i, I love the series yeah i think it's dope and that new one, the one for PS4, and the new one for PS5 is coming out soon. Like, it's going to be, like, the one for PS4 was one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. And the new one it, for PS5 is for sure going to be, like, insane looking, too. I really think it's going to slap. Uh, I was seeing, like, an interview on it from, I think, I can't remember, maybe IGN. And there were people who were like, I'm not going to lie, I'm actually pretty giddy about this shit. And again, it's just one of those games that just is... It's never been like a game where you're like, yeah, this this game just sucks. I feel like the they've always been solid as fuck. Again, yeah. kind of underrated. Not a whole lot of people have played them, but if you have, like I said, they're just super, they're super fucking fun. Yeah. Anyone listening, if you if you played like Donkey Kong sixty four or Spyro and stuff like that, and you enjoyed that back in the day, like Ratchet and Clank is really really good. So check it out if you can. Super high quality. It's made by the guys who made um Nathan Drake, isn't it? I thought. Might is be off of that, but I want to say it is. I think that's Naughty Dog. Or yeah. I can't remember, but it's it's it like the company's Naughty well Dog. known. It is it Naughty is? Dog that made Uncharted, but yes, I can't remember. 
but regardless, I know that the company that it comes from is just well known. They've they've been known for making stock just quality games. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's I'm very excited it's, to play the new one. Ratchet and Clank is uh, made by Insomniac, um, Fair. which made the Spider Man game from 2018. There it is. And uh, like Miles Morales, they made Spyro back in the day. Like they they know their shit. This is a good company. Yeah, it is. They've definitely been in the game for about like a minute. Uh, Ratchet and Clank also has like very funny titles uh, for their games. Like one of them is called Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal. They always have like these weird gun or space puns going on in their titles. Up Your Arsenal. Yeah, the dialogue actually is very good. I mean, again, the games are very, I think, are underrated. The dialogue in it is very good, pretty pretty clever. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's clearly meant for, like, a younger crowd, but it's, it's it's it can, again, if you play the game, it's there's no way you don't have a good time if you're just, uh, you know, into that style, upgrading your guns and all that stuff. There's, there's tons of entertainment. Again, it's, it's great. I'm very excited for the night one, for sure. For sure. Good call. Um, Bloodbath, Aaron, Alan, have you guys played Ratchet & Clank before? No, I never have. I see it all the time, but I was kind of like never really big into like games like Spyro or like Gex the Gecko or like Conker's Bat, like any of those kinds of games, like Banjo-Kazooie. Like I just really wasn't ever into that stuff. But like, you know, Arrington, you and like Dave are like the two people that like if you're if you tell me like, hey, this game is awesome, I'm going to try it out. So I'm just sitting here. I'm like, oh, shit, they both think this game is dope. So, all right, maybe I'll check it out. I I need a new game to play. You know how like it's the perfect kind of game. If you're someone who plays a lot of video games, like you need like a palate cleanser after you play like a long ass game or like something that's like really heavy or something like that. And Ratchet and Clank is just it's perfect. Just like just washes like it's all good feelings in your head when you're playing it. It's beautiful. It's fun to play. There's like explosions of shiny shit happening all the time. It's a good time. Yeah, palate cleanser is actually a really good ex- uh, explanation for that. It's, it is one of those games that like it's just you don't have to. It's just something to, to get on and enjoy as a relaxing experience, even yeah. though you're just going around blowing shit up. You know what I'm saying? As far as that goes, it's, uh, yeah, it really is. <laughs> it really is good, honestly. Did he definitely let me know after you play it what you think? Yeah. And yeah, like, I actually muted myself and then went to the PlayStation so I could start downloading it tonight. So I could put it on my <laughs> I, think, uh, I think if you, I don't know, it's it's been free like in several different times. I'll pay uh, for it. I trust you guys if I have Fair to. Enough. Yeah, whatever. They talked about at one point. I don't know if this is something places are doing to trying to get some more, got more um, uh, with people in general. But they were talking about it might come out for people that have the PS5 for free, the newest one. But again, I can't can't guarantee that or not. Although some of those talked about at work, at GameStop. So I don't know. Again, that's just uh, speculation at this point. But that would, I think that'd be super sick. Again, I think that's a good way for the game. It's kind of a sleeper pick, but at, I mean, the PS5 at this point is still pretty early. There's not a lot of games on it, so I, they probably wouldn't need to do that realistically. But cause yeah. I think it'll tear up right now with being at the PS5 having really no titles right now. They've been uh, they've been marketing it really heavy, so I doubt they're going to give it away for free like straight yeah, off. That's but true. you know, in a few months, once those like early sales are are tapering down, they might give it away for free. We'll see. I hope so, bro um yeah ratchet and clank good call clank is uh clank's the little robot he's a he's a real one yeah bloodbath did you have something you were gonna say no i mean i played the game it's it's cool i i agree with everything that's said okay cool all right let's move into number ones then before we do number ones let's hear a word from our sponsor 
Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones, and we record super late at night for the for most of us actually, and coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single origin coffee beans that are air roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners, 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram. And check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. Okay, and we're back, and with my number one, I am going to throw out uh, a character from a game I don't know that many of you guys have played. It's from the game Planescape Torment, which is an old, uh, like, over 20-year-old computer RPG, and the character, the sidekick in that game is called Mort, and he is a disembodied skull who floats next to you the whole game, and this this is an RPG with, like, a party. Um, but Mort is with you the entire game, and he is like 100% like your sidekick throughout the game. You pick up other party members as you go, but Mort is always there. And so, like I said, he is a like a disembodied skull that follows you around, and his ability in combat is to just taunt the enemies and like uh, like aggro them so that they leave you alone. And he like in dialogue, he is legit like super funny. He's a like a sarcastic asshole the entire game which can sound like if someone's describing that it can sound like uh i don't know about that like games are usually not that great at writing characters like that but the writing in this game is like fantastic and mort is my favorite sidekick because he uh, is just having a, a disembodied skull that goes through the whole game with you talks to you you learn his backstory why he's a disembodied floating skull he like bites people in combat. He's uh he's just real cool, cool character, and uh, a great sidekick because it's a long game with a lot of dialogue and talking and reading and stuff, and just like everything he says is is really really good. So that's my number one. I don't know. Have you guys played this or heard of it before? I have no experience in this one. No, Not never it. heard of it. Okay. What was it on? So it's 
it's a like it's a, a Commodore sixty four or something like no, that. No, it's a it's a PC game from like I don't remember the exact <laughs> year, but like late nineties, probably sure. early two thousands, maybe. Um, and, but now it's on all uh, consoles, so I actually played this game on Switch, and so like if if you like Divinity Original Sin, it's like that same style of RPG. But it's uh, the combat is real time, like uh, Baldur's Gate or uh, Pillars of Eternity or something like that. But this game is more dialogue and story based than combat. So if you're in for like an RPG, it's based on the uh, an old Dungeons and Dragons rule set. So it's like that kind of game. But the story and the writing and dialogue is like the the main draw to it. And Mort is like just this hilarious like floating skull that goes through the whole game with you. So if you're in for that, it's on Switch. It's a it's a good game. All right. Also on PlayStation and stuff too. Um, but I think, like, if you can, you should probably play it on a PC. It's an old ass game, so it'll run on like any computer. Um, but the Switch version is fine. Uh, I it was nice to play. Like instead of reading a book before bed, just play this for like thirty minutes have a few conversations. It's a good time. So. Uh, Definitely worth yeah. checking out. Yeah, so since none of you guys have played it, I'll just use this time to recommend that you play it if you're up for like a, a D&D style like RPG. It's got one All of right. the coolest like settings in games too. So. I will uh, I'll move us on to Aaron's number one now. But yeah, Mort number one. I actually think that sounds pretty cool. I can't believe I've never heard of it actually. But okay, cool. Uh my number one ties into the last video game top three we did. Uh it's gonna be Clementine uh from the first season of The Walking Dead uh <clears throat> Telltale game series. Uh I've went over it before how much I really love this game. Uh specifically uh the journey Clementine takes from being a little girl in the first season to like becoming like a young adult woman uh you know who has to care for a child and protect it and all these things. In the first season, Clementine was not the main character. It was a uh it was a guy uh, that comes across her at her house after her parents have disappeared. His name is Lee. Uh, and the first season of the game, you play as this guy named Lee who basically has to take care of Clementine and teach her how to take care of herself. Um, in this real world, you know, teaching her things like, you know, there's a whole scene where he has to like cut her hair because zombies are going to grab her by her hair and fucking murder her. So there's this whole little scene between her and him, um, <clears throat> uh, between her and him where he has to cut her hair and she gets very sad. But, uh, the reason why she's your psychic is because you do use her, uh, a lot as you're teaching her how to survive. Uh, in this world, um, like she's, uh, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, she's small enough to like fit into places that they need to get into. And she helps him in battle all the time by like fetching him stuff, uh, and things of that nature. So, <clears throat> but like I said, I, I, I've talked about this a lot, but she is one of my favorite video game characters of all time. That is one of my favorite video games of all time. And the relationship between the character you play Lee and her is, I, I think the strongest bond between like a main character and a sidekick um so for all of those reasons again i will say 
Clementine from The Walking Dead season one, specifically uh, my number one. Uh, we don't have to talk anymore about that game. I'll try and keep that to a minimum from here on out. But really, really, really cool character. Good. You keep that to a minimum, Aaron. You <laughs> <laughs> I know I've suggested this game to Arrington. And I even remember one time him downloading the first episode. We were going to play it and then we just never did. And I don't think you ever did again. Uh, but Arrington, you would love it. You would absolutely love it. Is uh so do you go through an arc like remember we talked about this with Atreus, but do you go through an arc where uh she like matures as the game goes on and starts doing like more adult shit? Dave, Dave, it, I, I cannot spoil anything. It is th this the whole first season of the game is absolutely heartbreaking on every single level. And actually, uh, it, it's kind of that same feeling you get uh <clears throat> with Atreus and God of War where you 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 know they're like capable of doing the things that you're asking them to do but there's always this looming what if i don't teach them the right thing or like what if i you know like you, you like you're taking care of them uh what does make her cool though is she is super useful and throughout the course of the entire series transforms into like this badass you know um but specifically in the first season you know her relationship to the main character they're pretty much all on their own the entire time uh, she helps him hunt. She helps him, you know, you know, break into places to get food. Uh, she he teaches her how to shoot and how to hunt and how to like, you know, kill and clean things. And yeah, just the relationship between her and Lee is 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 really really wonderful. And they utilize her very well as like an assistant in a choose your own adventure game. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I do think it, it does tie into the, that same feeling in God of War where you're just like oh shit, like this person is turning into a badass and it's something that the main character, you know, struggles with. Like, it, this is a brand new world that they're a part of. Am I making this little girl like too hard? You know what I mean? Am I, you know, cause she's just a little kid, but like I gotta teach her or else she'll fucking die because the world we live in is dangerous. And it's this and it's this thing that the main character, Lee, struggles with uh, the entire game. Um, you know, like, what what has he done, you know, to this little girl uh, when he should just be, like, they should just be hanging out on the TV watching or hanging out on the couch watching, you know, television. You know, it's like, no, I got to teach her how to shoot somebody in the face that she doesn't trust. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's that's against the world type mentality. And yeah, just the relationship between the two makes it, you know, even better. So again, I'm 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 cool on talking about it for now. But uh yeah, Clementine number one. All right. Can't when we do some other video game podcast uh in the future, I can't wait to hear how you shoehorn also the, Clementine the Walking Dead into it. Yeah. <laughs> Top three sports like, games. All right. So in Walking Dead season yeah. one, they play baseball. <laughs> he plays catch with her, and that's my number one sports game, Clementine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, man. Those it's it's kind of like I didn't I actually I did play the uh the Telltale Game of Thrones one and I thought it was it bad. was awesome. No, it was, it was, bad, it was so cool. But, That's fair. Um, I don't know. I thought it, it was awesome. I like what Telltale did. It Like, even though I don't play their games that much, uh, and I'm not really interested in playing, like, the ones that I do know about, except I want to play The Wolf Among Us sometime. But other the than The Wolf that, Among Us is great, but don't even play it because it's not finished. Like, it, it would have been oh, the best okay. one that they right made. On. But it ended after the first season. They never went yeah, back to it. I was just so going to say... But like, The Walking Dead is a very coherent like story that's very good that I think you should still like yeah, do. But, but you know how The Wolf I, Among Us would have been their best. I know how you are. You know how, you know I, know I, I, you know but, how like, I feel about scary things, too. Like, not not interested. It's not going to happen. 
Fair. Um, I don't think it's like that, but fair. But like, uh, it, I was going to say, like, even though I didn't play a ton of their games, like I respected what they were doing and it, it just sucks. Like as someone who likes games and different experiences that games can offer, uh, it sucks that Telltale is gone. So they flew too uh, yeah, close really to the sun. Man. Like everyone enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. Too close to the sun. Uh, we can move on to Alan's number one. Uh, my number one is uh, Navi from the Legend of Zelda series, uh, the best sidekick. I know that uh, you know I I said go on. I said earlier how annoying uh, Peppy Hair and Slippy and Falco were, and how they were terrible, and they are. Um, and and so Navi catches some flack for being a little bit a little bit annoying. Uh, a she's little constantly bit? bothering. A little bit annoying. She's saying, hey, look, listen, you know, that's kind of her motto. Um, but what Navi gives you that those other annoying ones don't give you is utility. Um, Navi is the best sidekick, I think, because um, like we were talking about earlier, and I forget what, what the character was. Um, oh, it was Cortana. Um, Navi tells you where to go, what to do. Um, everything that you need to know about the game that you are in, Navi explains to you. Without Navi, yeah, Zelda games are a lot longer, a la Breath of the Wild. Um, so I really like Navi. Super useful. A little bit annoying, um, but it is what it is. Navi, number one. Yeah, I Alan, hate I think... Navi so much. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like... A... Go ahead. I was just say, as a character, they just basically just kind of was like a constant hint. Uh, yeah. I mean, they made her more interactive than they usually do instead of just a random box popping up. They also said, I don't know why they decided to make you want to hate the bitches as well, simultaneously. But again, you remember, <laughs> that's for goddamn sure. Yeah. Man, uh, I agree with it. I agree with Alan. I think, like, the idea of, like, utility is, like, the constant theme and, like, like the good a good sidekick to a good sidekick character to have so like i i i feel you it's like the same with uh dave's number three the the droid in jedi right. fallen order like i i think it, there's like a utility that these characters yeah. have to have yeah i feel that man i could not like i when i was making my list navi was one of i was thinking like okay game sidekicks like okay navi was a sidekick but Fuck no, I'm not putting Navi on my list because yeah, like, no, I, hate the bitch. I understand the utility, like the utility's fine, but it was like Arrington said, they they could have had that same utility without it being annoying as fuck and like yelling at you all the time. Like even when I was That's a little fair. kid and didn't know what the fuck I was doing, I was like, man, like I got this, like shut up. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I mean, you owe then, the targeting to Navi. Okay. I don't like, like I don't uh, I don't owe Z targeting to Navi. Like <laughs> they could have just done Z targeting without like attaching it to the character. Like I get how it's it's cool that that stuff is a character helping you with it instead of just like the game saying like hey mechanically you can do this. I get how that's cool, but I also don't have to like respect anything else about Navi. Navi was mad. Anytime you hit a cord, that's a cord in the room going on, Navi would like go to it. 
right? You would be walking around not knowing what the fuck was going on in a specific room. And Navi would just like shoot off randomly. And you'd be like, yeah, man. what the fuck? And she's like 300 feet away, like 50 feet up in this little corner nook in a wall that you got to go and get a fucking golden sculpture. How are you going to find that sculpture without Navi? I'll tell you how, Dave. It, it does work. make an audible sound. It does make a sound. It does yeah, make us not uh, when you're 300 feet away, you know, not when you're uh, that that's, far that's, away. That's fair. Modern that's games fair. have so many that's... more elegant ways of like highlighting secrets and where you should go than a character literally yelling at you. Like that's modern games are probably why so they got rid elegant. of Navi. Yeah, it's probably that's why they got rid of her. That's a good point. But you know, actually, the and you know what's like weird? Fuck. You know what's weird the is show? the one in Majora's Mask is worse than Navi. That one's what even is, more actually, annoying. Uh, Midna. Midna. No, it's uh, not. No, not Midna. It's Cattle. Yeah. That's right. Kale, yeah. That one is, that one's just as annoying as Navi, but it's also like an asshole. Like, it has like a terrible attitude. <laughs> I actually haven't played with George Bass, which is Navi was nice. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. I'm just, I just find Navi annoying and like, Dave you know, does not get it. Like Breath of the Wild, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is fantastic. They have all kinds of hidden shit, and they don't need Navi yelling at you to go find all of it. Well, to eat yeah, the bone. That's, that's true. She was down that's to true, ride, but... you know. I'll give her that. She, she was. was down to ride. Yeah, final I mean, boss I, battle. I mean, Navi, Navi was all about it in the final. She was boss. upset. I'm just saying, like I know Dave and Aaron and. They're wrong about an awful lot of things. <laughs> hey, don't let, don't let me in with Aaron hey, in this category. Don't let me in with Dave. Do not yeah. let me in with Dave. Strong <laughs> I'm wrong about some shit, but don't let me in with Aaron. That's. I mean, I'll yeah. be honest. Like, I think he won me over with that one. Shit, but you do not, no, I love you do Navi not compare me to that motherfucker. <laughs> no, Navi is fair not enough, my top one enough. as well. Each of, each of you individually are wrong about many, many things. So. That's better. That's better. All right, cool. There we okay. go. Yeah. All right, all right, friend, we're friends again. Hooray! All right, um, bloodbath. What's <laughs> your number one? All right, Dave, we can we can do this. Then we we can get into it. Uh, Let's do my it. My number one, my number one is Yoshi. Uh, okay, I picked Yoshi because uh, mainly just because I needed a number one for this topic. But like in all seriousness, you know, um, it, I think when you look at Super Mario World. Um, the, you know, the, so what's the big mechanical, like, jump, you know, leaps that they made in that game? You know, you could, uh, you could get a feather, sorry, uh, you get a leaf in, um, Super Mario Brothers 3 and you could fly. Uh, you can get a feather in Super Mario World and you can fly. Um, but the addition of Yoshi and the mechanics that that offers, uh, to me was like a real game changer. You can jump on a dinosaur, run around, eat, enemies uh spit them out as fireballs uh hop on things um you know it basically gives you an extra hit point um you know and i just think that yoshi you know we can definitely get in i mean i'll hear what you have to say i mean we can definitely get into like you know yoshi as a character and like a franchise and all of like the you know pros and cons of that i agree but like you know i think for like you know um a sidekick and just a simple idea that it's just it's just your your like buddy dinosaur um 
I just think it's fun. I think it was a nice addition to that world, and I think it fits in really well. And again, you know, I know when we talked about, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, um, Mario games in the last episode, um, you know, again, just you know, Nintendo's ability to keep finding a way to like update and re not even reinvent, but just update and just you know keep Mario fresh and exciting and interesting. I mean, you know, for the '90s, like Yoshi was like a real, you know, achievement. I think so, Yoshi. Also got a, a number of his own games. Right? Yeah. Uh, one thing yep. I want to talk about very quickly is Yoshi's like biological makeup. Like, do you, you know, how, like you're playing Super Mario and it's like what he like eats like fruit off a tree and then like lays an egg <laughs> with something in it based on how many yeah. of the yeah. fruit you eat. Like, yeah. you know, he's Arrington. He's built different, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I absolutely I absolutely love Yoshi. Uh, also bloodbath i think a lot of the reasons uh that yoshi is cool were uh the same reasons i said epona was cool just like being able to ride something is very very fucking neat uh and when you're on yoshi in super mario you basically have an extra life you have a oh i can take a hit and still be fine kind of thing like having yoshi uh in that game makes you better at that game just by him being around um so yeah i totally agree with bloodbath i think yoshi's dope as fuck all right, let me address the last thing you just said. So, like, when we talked about this in the green room before we started recording, um, I had mentioned Yoshi as a, as a sidekick I would never put on my list. And what you said at the end is why. It's not because I don't like Yoshi. It's because when I, I'm not good at those old Mario games. So every time I got Yoshi, I immediately got this, like, performance anxiety where it's like, oh, I got Yoshi, I better not fuck this up. He's going to run off the edge of the level if I don't, like, if I'm not careful. And I just immediately, like, fuck up. Like, I'm worse at those games when I'm riding Yoshi than I am when I'm just playing as Mario. That's why that Yoshi... Sounds... <laughs> that's why Yoshi is, like, not, uh, not a good sidekick for me, for my list. It's not because I don't like Yoshi as a character. It's just because of my uh, performance anxiety. Sounds like a personal issue, Dave. What's a personal list? What do you want? <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just want you to love me. That's all. Dave, I will give that to you. That is, that is one hundred percent. I, I, I get, I get where you're coming from. With that one hundred percent. I feel that very much. So, like, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, losing Yoshi was always like you're just like, God damn it, dude. Just, do, just turn around. <laughs> Do yeah. not run yeah. Here's like turn, off a turn the game just off. Turn it, turn it off now. Yoshi's like yeah. a Yoshi's like a fucking deer, mom. just Take like running, panicked, like running off <laughs> yeah. the edge and shit. You're right, and you got to be per now. What I'll say is like I'm gangster as fucking. Like, bro, you're a dinosaur. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. Stop. Like, I'm just I'm just not good at I'm just not good at those old like uh those older Mario games. Just not good at them. Oh, Never have been. I'm real good at like other platforming games it's just those mario games it just doesn't click with me yeah I, i'm actually put, pretty i'm with you there a bit dave i i literally, I literally would take it so personal if i lost yoshi like that nigga became i was i basically was an only child so i mean yoshi was basically one of my only friends so if i lost yoshi basically like i was done like i was, I was so, I'm going so upset yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I was jumping off that motherfucker side after him. You feel me? Like, I'm telling you, I was, I took it personal. So, yeah, I'm with you there. I feel you. Yoshi also, at the same time, is just a badass. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's hard not to love him again, because again, he was my only friend. So, I'm very torn when it comes to Yoshi. But I agree. I could see him being number one. 
love sure. uh love Yoshi and Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, Yoshi. Oh yeah, you e- every game smacks. Yeah, every game smacks. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I I'll just be very annoying with Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, were you gonna say something? I was just saying I never played um those Mario games where those platforming Mario games where you would get Yoshi. Um, because I came from a Sega family, and so. You know, it was uh, my experience with Yoshi is essentially Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. Um, And so I I put him as an honorable mention on my list just by virtue of that. And because I know he's a sidekick. But um, yeah, so he was never really (laughs) made the guy sidekick. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's honorable mention Yoshi. But I I hear you on Yoshi. Plus, he's, he's like the opportunity to have a dinosaur that is essentially like a dog. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, mean, you know, I didn't have cool. a I didn't have a Super Nintendo or a, a NES or anything like that. I never played those when I was a little kid. Like the first time I played those games was when they re-released them on the Game Boy, like later. emotionally. I didn't literally grow up playing those Mario games, so I don't know. Like I don't have to like pull out my fucking gamer card, but I just find those Mario games to be so hard. Like so, they, hard. they, they were. They are. You were, they were built to for you to take L's. Games. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like they, their games you were aren't supposed hard. To die. Like, yeah, dude. Like a lot, man. And I'll tell you, Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, where you play as all the different Yoshis carrying a baby Mario on your back. Oh, that's right. With the different so colors, so much better than the first game too. And Yoshi is the title character in that as well. Yeah, Yoshi's another one. Definitely in the discussion who we talked about earlier. Excuse me. My name is Yoshi. Um, <laughs> hey, let, let's be honest. That <laughs> hit. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Arrington, what's your number one? <laughs> I'm actually incredibly excited to mention this. Uh, my number one is uh, fucking Aku from goddamn Crash Bandicoot. The mask. Oh, that would okay. follow you around during your journey. <laughs> oh, nice. That's yeah. my motherfucking <laughs> homie, bro. Just that so y'all make it up. I, but I know, mask. I know, and you know what? I was down to ride with the motherfucker all the way. I'm telling you, uh, again, it, he <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Again, I played it recently, and it is so much fucking harder than it used to be. Let me just say that. Again, now those times where I was like, I had to question myself as a gamer. I was like, was I just this good when I was younger? Because I swear to God, I beat the game, but damn, it is hard now. But uh, yeah, I have an knock with you. It just made again gave you that that freedom of being able to be because the game was challenging, but just being absolutely horrible at some point or another. Um, with all of those checkpoints, the game was designed where you're you know again you're supposed to die. Um, and those checkpoints, oh my god, sometimes were just so deep into those levels. So having him there just to give you back again, it just made the game bearable. Where it sometimes it just simply was not. Um, and again, just the noise that he made, I still will never forget it to this day. Uh, so again, just. It, all around just a memorable character just I, I adored the title as well i always loved that crash bandicoot uh back in the day i, I prefer that over uh, like spyro to those personally uh but yeah like i said uh, <laughs> that, that was my fucking boy racist as hell okay let me touch on that very much so racist i'm not denying that very, I, I was like <laughs> very I aware of how racist first. <laughs> i shouldn't be the first, very, be the first guy just to say how racist it is i'm gonna let eric did say how yeah he's like the is. mr popo it's, of like that gaming it's, the gaming it's, for it's sure real real racist it's deep. yeah it's yeah, deep it is uh um, that being said at least he was helpful. Yeah, i love him <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I man, I remember playing like because I didn't have a PlayStation uh at my house 
uh, until like way later. So I remember going over to this, uh, this other kid in the neighborhood's house and playing Crash Bandicoot and being like, that's the coolest fucking game I've ever seen. Dude, like, I, I fucking love kid, it so much. Yes. I was like, I was super jealous that he had Crash Bandicoot and all I had was Super Mario 64. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> little did I know that, like, playing Crash Bandicoot, in my opinion, like, playing Crash Bandicoot for, like, 30 minutes over at someone's house is better than, like, trying to beat Crash Bandicoot because that game, I never beat any of those games. They're real hard. When Your I was ass. little, me and my cousin and Kylie used seriously. to play it all the time. And she was like legit scared of that mask thing. So she would stay at our house all the time and we'd be like in bed and I'd be like, hey, Kylie. And she'd be like, what's up? And I'd be like, or whatever the fuck he did. And she 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 would like legit like start crying. Like she would be so scared. I'd be like, Kylie, Kylie, just kidding. He's not in here. He's not in here. you here with one more? Got like Eustace from Courage the Kylie dog. Yeah. Hey, Kylie. And then just and like really like like I would get in trouble. Like my mom would yell at me and she'd be like, Stop fucking with your little cousin. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. And little did they both know. know. Yeah. No, your mom and a hundred percent knew. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, very, 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 very bad. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's my guy. I, I get it. It's very racist, but so that's that's definitely my dude. The game is definitely fucking by the way, Dave, if you ever get a chance, I'm not sure if you ever do anything on the side other than this, but if you get to do some videos of you playing some games, dude, try playing that shit now, homie. They oh, have man. definitely gone out of their way to make the game more difficult. And I mean, damn. Dude, at the beginning of uh, Uncharted 4, you play the first level of Crash Bandicoot, like in the Uncharted game. Um, yes. And I like I died like several times trying to get through just that it's like a 30 second clip of like the first level of crash bandicoot and i was like dying all the time it's real hard you're running at the camera in those games which is just like something that games stopped doing a long time that ago. was so cool Th those were hard yeah, ass fucking levels dude the they game was yeah. really unique yeah, absolutely and you had those one you're riding like the animals and you were supposed to still jump over the obstacles and shit which i mean it wasn't necessarily so unique you had that in battle toads but they you know kind of developed on that a bit but still, yeah, I, I, such a great series. Again, they weren't afraid of just making the shit hard as hell because that's it was difficult. I always made fun of people again, not realistically, but not to a certain extent. But yeah, just people. Anybody played Love Spirals? Like, yeah, it's you were someone who played Crash Bandicoot, realized that shit was way too fucking hard and wanted to play a game that was far <laughs> easier. And you just because you, you want to just enjoy your motherfucking life, you bitch nigga. But no, I, <laughs> shit is hard. No, that's no hate because again, that shit is difficult. I said just a few minutes ago, like we didn't get a PlayStation until like a couple years after it first came out, and I remember liking Spyro a lot more than Crash Bandicoot, and that's probably why I never beat Spyro either. Like to be real, but uh, it's Respect definitely way easier yeah. than Crash Bandicoot. It is, man. Crash <laughs> so hard. Again, if you guys get the chance to play it recent, just do it just so you can laugh because fuck. It is be hard. like, man, like I've beaten all the Dark Souls games. Like, why can't I beat Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like, some of the stuff they have you do it is just absurd. I literally was just like, am I? Can I? Am I even capable? I heard the. But I heard was, the new uh, one. They had a new one that came out like last year, and I heard that one is like legit, like really fucking hard. Even even like Crash? as a modern game. Yeah, Crash. The, yeah, that's what I was talking about. They they literally have. I I ended up reading a couple, and they actually made it harder than the originals, even though it's like a remake <laughs> they, of those. So I assume like the newest one is going to be absolutely absurd as well. I haven't played it, but I think you actually have a chance where you can make it like it the old school one. They're like, just so you know, 
Like, oh yeah, modern day graphics and technology have made things much smoother. So you think it's going to be easier playing the others? But it's, it's simply not. Yeah, that, that. They had some difficulty modes on there. Like they put in a like a new like more modern mode where you don't have to like restart the whole level. Uh, you don't have like a limited number of lives and stuff like that. Um, I'm telling you, people would not be finished the game. They did make it hard work. as fuck. It is, man. <laughs> That'd be so fun. I want, I want to get a video of just watching Diddy. I'm telling you, give the man 15 <laughs> minutes. That would be some fucking goddamn entertainment watching him play that shit. I would beat that game, but no, Aaron knows me. No, Stop he's it. right. I get, there I get, no, I break yeah. my TV. I break my TV. Insta. He's right. Yeah, I cry. Does anybody here play uh, PC games real quick though? Just be a bit raging. I. I do if, but my my laptop's not very good, so I play PC games if they're like indie as fuck or over ten years old. Have you played Jumpman? Haven't no. Okay, fair enough. Just curious. It's just a game where you're just insane. It's kind of like a was it Meat Boy? Is that what it was? The the game that kind of indie skin that came out at some point. Except it's just literally just a game that <laughs> just hard as fuck what you're trying to overcome you get like you get it's one of those things like you get to a certain point and if you fuck up a jump you will fall all the fuck way back down it took you like two hours to get to the port that you're at <laughs> so it's just like it's like rage inducing so i was just curious if anybody had played it but yeah oh, i'm sorry okay. no i want to i slayed meat boy dude i would love <laughs> to play that game yeah, yeah, i would like love I... to watch it'd be fun to watch like uh i think it i think what it is like because i was thinking when i was talking about how hard mario games were i was thinking like well i beat celeste which is hard as fuck uh why can't i beat yeah, mario and it's because if you die in celeste you respawn on that same screen like immediately you don't have to do the entire level again like you do in older platformers oh you would hate meat boy so much dave it Dude, is like that I'm times you. forty thousand. Yeah, it's brutal. It is brutal. I used to weep at video games. Though. I'm talking like you talk about like when was the last time y'all just genuinely experienced some genuine like just sorrow playing a video game? And <laughs> I, I'm telling you, every that, other that time has... I play a video game, <sighs> that's, that's you mean like like, like frustration because you're yes, because like I'm talking like hard. some old school. Yeah, where you're talking like I'm talking. I'm just I'm just trying to do everything I can not to to just and I did eventually fail just crying. Talk about just <laughs> genuinely weeping. I experienced that. The last game I experienced that with, I talked was probably Mega Man, like, 10. Just oh, getting dude. the absolute Fuck. shit fucked out of me by that fucking goddamn octopus thing. Like, God almighty. Trying to fucking... Like, like, I'm talking just... The game I have experienced recently that made me feel that slight bit of rage. Not that they say it was Sekiro. Shadows died twice. Like, that game had me gripping... Like I heard my controller cracking, making some noises. I was gripping that <laughs> shit, so I was like, "Wow, I'm a I'm a grown man now, and I am actually mad as fuck right now." Like I was so pissed. Oh yeah, but, I gave up on that. After God, I, damn, I spent so sixty dollars and then played like for an oh, hour. Oh, did he? Like, yep, yep. I'll never yeah, do this. I'll, yeah, I'll never be able yeah, to do this. Yeah, you you I'm had out. no business ever purchasing the title. It looked so cool. It is. I have so this good, uh, weird experience where like I. Sekiro was hard, but I never like the last boss in that game is like really famous yeah. for giving people like people are like I tried for like 15 hours just on the final boss and like I can't beat, you just slap it. Yeah, I beat it on like my, my third try, but Fuck. I can't beat those old Mario games. I can't beat I can't beat <laughs> a level in Mega Man. Mega Man is impossible <laughs> to me. But like for some reason, like Sekiro is like, oh, it was fun. It was frustrating, but it was like. It wasn't that bad, but like you brought up Mega Man for like, sure. I bought, Man. <sighs> I bought Mega Man on Switch, and I can't beat yeah. one level. It's it's ridiculous. That's the last Bro, one. That's the last one where I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm, 
I've been playing games like my whole life. I can't beat one level in Mega Man. Like, what's wrong with me? I mean, again, the games were just more brutal. They were just less forgiving. I mean, Sekiro, I feel like at a point, it had a it has a formula, a rhythm, and once you at least figure it out. The biggest thing with that is usually games are so easy nowadays, unlike Sekiro, where you just kind of just do what the fuck you please. You kind of can be creative, do whatever. And that Sekiro is like, no, you're going to do what the fuck I tell you to, and you're going to play exactly <laughs> yeah, how I want yeah. you to, or yeah. I am going to force you to stop playing the game. Like, that's that's how I literally, I, I was either I'm going to break this controller, or I'm going to settle my shit down, be a grown man and figure this out. <laughs> like, and and I, again, I did, but fuck, man, it, it was a tough challenge at first. But again, I feel like once you get to that point and you do get to enjoy it, it just becomes one of the games that are difficult, but still very, very much enjoyable. But, yeah. but man, is it a fucking learning curve before you get to that point? For still, sure. though, like the, the the other games back in the day, again, they just uh, it's not so much a learning curve; it's just so much of this. A lot of times, it ends up becoming like memory, like like especially like if you guys remember the old Battletoad sequence when you had to go on those bike jet bikes like underneath <laughs> like the ground. The famous I mean, one, yeah. G- like I seriously, I challenge any fucking body to run that shit now. Like without, it's pure memory. You just have to eventually just know shit's coming. I don't know. I've I've never looked up a YouTube video of somebody actually doing that. I'd love to see it, but my God, that yeah. shit is fucking hard. I think a lot of people have muscle memory for like old Mario games and stuff like that. That helps. And I do not. And I fucking suck. Um, all right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move this into honorable mentions, um, lightning round style. And my honorable mention is, uh, from the game death stranding. Did any of you guys play death stranding? I haven't. I did not No. Okay, so Death Stranding is the the latest game by uh, Hideo Kojima, the guy who made the Metal Gear Solid games. And strap in, because this is uh, this is one hell of an explanation for what this character is. So you play in like this post-apocalypse where like these two dimensions are like overlapping, and these monsters come out from the other dimension, but you can't see them. And you have you you're traversing the wilderness. And you have this baby in a tank strapped to your chest. And the baby will like highlight, it'll like point to these invisible enemies so you know where they are. And that's my honorable mention. They call it BB in the game. Uh, And you go through the whole game with this like baby in a tank strapped to like hooked onto your like chest piece of your armor. And he's like pointing out where these enemies are. He cries when the enemies get too close because like your character is kind of weak. It's kind of hard to fight in that game. Um, So you need to know where these enemies are and you need to avoid them. And uh, obviously, like throughout the game, there are lots of emotional moments that happen when you're like trying to make sure you don't like break this tank and like let the baby die and stuff like that. But uh, for helping you get through all these like difficult stealth situations, uh, BB is my honorable mention. You guys should that play sounds... Death Stranding. It is an, an insane game. It is the result of like this guy has all these crazy ideas and he's so famous that no one can tell him no anymore. So it is just the weirdest fucking game the entire time. You guys should play that it. Sounds... It's real good. That's that sounds super interesting. I think like the most interesting part about it is how Dave was like, we're going to do honorable mentions lightning round and then just gave another list of his top three. <laughs> well, I needed to explain what the, <laughs> I needed to explain what the baby is uh, for anyone who hasn't played it. it. It's a baby in a, a tank of like this 
liquid, you're carrying it on your chest. So that's my honorable mention. It's a knife. Aaron, what's look at it. <laughs> Aaron, what's yours? My honorable mention is going to be Toad as a sidekick. So I, I wanted to go like a, a Mario character, uh, and I just think Toad's neat. Way neater than Yoshi. Uh, so honorable mention, Toad. That was cool. Sweet. Solid. We went from the, the magical baby in a tank in Death Stranding to Toad. <laughs> We're getting so back on the neat. We're He's getting back so on track. Kind of also a magical baby. Yeah. That's right. He looks like a baby. <laughs> All right, Alan, what's yours? So I said my honorable mention earlier was Yoshi, but right. I also have the worst um sidekick, I think, is Natalia from Goldeneye. Yes. On <laughs> um, oh, you're right. Good. You're right. Good. All, she, all she did Just was helpless. get in the way and dive into gunfire and like go hide random places. Didn't you on have map. to protect her? Yeah, you did. If she died. You had to escort mission. Man, that's oh, right. right start that all of I was shooting her in the head. <laughs> yeah, right away. <laughs> Blow about the hitter in the head with a hammer. Yeah, he's just violent <laughs> well but this is like the one situation where he is absolutely justified she's not even an innocent victim she's asking for it yeah it's it's real bad um bloodbath what's your honorable mention my honorable mention is a poo from or sorry a boo from uh aladdin for the super nintendo uh that game he was does cool. nothing but the game was awesome. Anytime Aladdin died, uh, Abu would just make this like more like this just horrified face. Like he would just stop what he was doing and just like his chin would go to the ground. He would just look like just beyond terrified. It's like he just died. Like my best friend is just like falling down this cave and like it's just dead. Like he was so shocked that like the chant the the odds of death were like not realistic in his mind until he saw Aladdin die and he's just like it's like he was con- he he was convinced everything was gonna work out for him and Aladdin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely it's like he it. just Yeah, it's like you like pulled him out of the matrix. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my honorable mention. Like anybody listening, uh pull look that up on like YouTube or like find a gif of it. Like Aladdin Aladdin, Super Nintendo, Abu, like shock face or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, Arrington, what's your honorable mention? Um, it, uh, honestly, most of them have already been mentioned. I have every single one that I had. So, um, for mine, I was gonna I'm just gonna have Yoshi. It was probably gonna be mine. Honestly, it was gonna be that or the Pikachu Yellow, which is one of those. Good, but we kind of covered that with those. But yeah, both of those, as far as we're concerned, Yoshi just he was gonna be my guy. Again, purely for the fact that I get simply used to just simply cry when he died. So I feel like that was worth it. He, he deserves some respect for me. So yeah, definitely Yosh. Cool, cool. All right, let's Yoshi move into... Respect. All right, let's move into our listener responses. And we got quite a few listener responses. And there's a lot of, uh, lot of good stuff that we didn't talk about yet. So I'm going to get us started with Christopher whose number three is Rush from Mega Man. Again, I can't beat one level of Mega Man, so I will never see who that is. Um, Number two is BD-1 from Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. 
Number one is Aggro, the horse from Shadow of the Colossus, which is another great video game horse. Honorable mention, Atreus from God of War. All right. Next up, we have Matt. Uh, his number three is Ellie from The Last of Us. His number two is the very attractive uh, Cortana from Halo. And his oh, number baby. one is the... Yeah, and his number one is the very annoying Navi from Ocarina of Time. I thought you were going to say the very attractive Navi from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Who knows what's going on in that little ball of light there? Tinkerbell was hot, man, you know? Never True. Uh, next up is Chris, who has chosen Enzo from Bayonetta, uh, Claptrap from Borderlands, and Wheatley from Portal 2. I don't know what any of those things are. Almost said claptrap, but it's kind of like you're his sidekick in his mind. You know, like you're like he's in charge when you're around. I think claptrap is a very, very cool video game character in Borderlands. Is a very, very I cool agree. series. Yep, uh, agreed. Wheatley, Wheatley is like a robot that follows you around in Portal Two, voiced by Stephen Merchant. Really funny. Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me, Gina. With number three, your skateboard from Tony Hawk Underground. Two, Eponia from Zelda. And number one, your dog from Harvest Moon. It's a Man, very gross list. <laughs> it's a very gross list. <laughs> what I will say is, guys, I'd agree more. Game top three uh, without escaping uh, talking about Harvest Moon. Tony, dudes, it's out there. People love that shit. They do. It's true. You as well. Number three, Luigi. Number two, he has Waluigi. And number one, he has Kirby's friend. Which <laughs> I remember Kirby's friend. He's probably talking about Meta Knight, I think. No, the little brown one. Oh, fair. The little brown one. I should know that. That's on me. Like, <laughs> that's on you. No, I think Craig is just, uh, Craig's trying to just throw Kirby references at Aaron because he broke him every in episode. that last recording. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, yeah. He's just going to put Kirby in every top three. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got Ratboy, whose number three is Red Yoshi. Number two is Blue Yoshi. <laughs> and number one is Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Ratboy. All right. Next up, we have my lifelong nemesis, Mo. Uh, his number three is Diddy Kong. His number two is the It's Dangerous <laughs> to Go Alone old man that lives in the cave in Zelda. So I think the guy's name's like Ramasa Lahasha Salasha. Like that. It, it's like yeah, that's dead letters on. long. Yeah, it's, it's, no, you it's got really it right. Good. No, I know why he didn't say it because he doesn't know how to say it. And either do I. Mo has my lifelong nemesis. You should have actually like looked it up and written it down to force me to say it on air. And his number one is Kazooie. Uh, next up is Ariel, and she has as number three Kazooie, number two, the excellent Navi, and number one, slightly less excellent Yoshi. The very attractive so, Yoshi. The very, very attractive, attractive Kazooie. Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that all night, haha, Yoshi. All right, Dell, number three, HK47. Number two, Claptrap. And number one, Ellie. 
HK-47's from uh, KOTOR, right? It's like the killer robot. The co- yes. killer droid you get. That's a good character. All right, next up we have Nick. And with number three, he's got Toad. Number two, he's got Kazooie. And number one, the very, very attractive and annoying Navi. <laughs> Can't have you one be without things. the other. She's got range. Um, That's one thing I'll say about Navi. <laughs> Did you guys uh did you guys like Banjo Kazooie? Because no one put uh Kazooie on their lists. No, not really. I considered it. I actually had, I didn't really I did play it well. Like... Okay. I never had Banjo Kazooie. I, I beat the Dave's first... copy for like three years one time. And I still didn't play it all the way through. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you know, that's, it was fun. If you ever played uh Donkey Kong 64 it's the it's the same game. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. You're 3D it's platformer col- with a bunch of shit to collect. Yeah, the collectathon. I think like I tried Banjo-Kazooie, but it was like way way after like even like the GameCube or even the Wii was out and I was like, eh, I don't really want to play this kind of game anymore." But it like I remember yeah. reading in Nintendo Power like people fucking loved Banjo Kazooie back in the day. Yeah, I don't have a love so. for it like that. But. All right, all right. Well, that's it for our listener responses. Thank you, everybody who responded. If you want to participate in the following episodes, keep your eyes on our social media pages. I put out the call on Thursday evenings in the U.S. Um, so. Keep your eyes out at a top three podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can participate. We will read and react to your top three on the show. And that's going to do it for this episode. So if you want to support the show again, please ignore your friends. Uh, If they block you on social media, go to their house, tell them about a top three podcast. Um, (laughs) So violent. Yeah, get aggressive. I I didn't say what to do when you get to their house. Just like go there. You know, uh, maybe with a hammer. Yeah, maybe blaze right through that restraining order. Tell everybody, you know, about a top three podcast. <laughs> Give us a follow on our social media pages and uh, chat with us about our top threes when the episodes come out. So thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Take care. Take care. Take care. Good top three. Good top three. You guys want to talk about buttholes or something? Yeah. Bloodbath go first. <laughs> well, everybody's got one. Not Some Arrington. People, Debatable. I was about to say, come on. <laughs> <laughs>